What impact would it have on your business if you could charge more for the service that you deliver without it taking up any more of your time? On today's show, we're talking about one of my favorite topics, how you price up what you do. There are so many businesses out there that struggle to scale because they look at it in an old school way of how much does it cost me to provide it and how much can I get away with putting on the top? It's a surefire way for businesses to struggle to scale, struggle to grow, and why business owners often work long, long, long hours in a business that they end up hating when they set it up to give them freedom in their life. So stay tuned for today's show so I can help you how you can get more value for the service that you deliver. Today, I want to talk to you about a topic that I love talking about how much you can charge for something. Now, obviously I deal with loads of different businesses, loads of different sizes of businesses, startups like scale up businesses that have been going for years and years and years. And often there's a there's like a, a common denominator between lots and lots of businesses that struggle to scale and struggle to get to the size that they want to get to is that they don't know how to price what they do. Now, this might resonate with you, especially if you're new, this might be like resonance management, this is me now, or it might be, do you know what, this was us, and you might think we've overcome it now, or do you know what, we're still in that sort of position and we'd like to overcome it a little bit more. So what a lot of businesses do, especially if it's like, you know, brick and mortar type business, like they're literally selling a product, what they think is, how much is it costing me to put that product together to the point when I'm supplying it to the market, and what can I get away with putting on the top? So you might be buying something from a wholesaler and not actually doing anything to it, but because in your head you know that you're paying £10 per unit, you think, oh, I've only paid a tenner for it, so I don't want to rip anybody off. I'll just charge them 12 quid or 15 quid, or depending on what the margins are in the sectors that you're in. My background, obviously, in office supplies, paper, you know, boxes of paper is like by far and away the biggest selling products across 80,000 products that we stocked. 30% of our whole business was paper across 80,000 products, one particular line. Mad. But you know, you'd be paying, you know, between eight and 10 quid for a box over a period of years, obviously it changed over, over time. Um, and what a lot of salespeople that I would meet over the years and deal with and train and what have you, they would be saying, oh, well, it's only costing a tenner. And how can I charge more than 12 quid? Because everyone knows it's a tenner. Like, no, they don't know it's a tenner. It's only in your head that you've got that that's what somebody should pay. And it's the same in everything, by the way. So if you build um, websites or if you're a business coach or um, you're a personal trainer, whatever the things are, you've got in your head what it costs you to provide that service. Whether it is, I am paying for this, I am putting this much time into getting it to the point that I can actually give it to the client, or it's, well, this is what my hourly rate is, or this is what I can get away with charging as an hourly rate. And it's just the wrong way of thinking. And it's just a surefire way in any business. This might be your business, it might be a business that you know, it might be a business that you've been involved with, it might be a business that you work with, or it might be somebody that has said something to you along the lines of that they're not making enough profit or they're really, really, really busy, but they're not making any money. And it's because they're falling into the same trap that they're thinking, what I've got to do is I've got to be competitive. I said, I love that word, competitive. The most like overused word <laughs> in like, any sort of sale, any sort of like sales environment. We've got to be competitive. Competitive in what? Like if you're not, if you're a business coach, what, who are you being competitive against? Because if you've got something that's worthwhile doing and you're doing it and it's going to make a difference to people, and that's different from what everyone else is doing, who are you being competitive against? Because no one else is providing the same result as you. Now, if you're not providing a result, that's one thing you can do really, really quickly. 
So start to market everything that you're doing in terms of the result that you deliver and not the actual physical thing. Because if it's just the physical thing that you do, or the service, or the advice, whatever it is, you're going to struggle. You are. You're just going to struggle if you're trying to sell the same thing as everybody else. Because all you're doing is commoditizing what you do. Now, if you're proactive enough that you're listening to this podcast, it's because you shouldn't be in that boat, right? Because you're proactive. So please don't like undermine the thing that you're doing, the amazing thing, the amazing impact you're trying to have on the world by sort of allowing your your prospects to think that you're the same as everybody else. It's, it's mad. I find, I find it mad. And I've had quite a few conversations uh, recently with lots of different types of businesses. And I want to give you a few examples just to show you how, how bizarre it is and how the decision-making process of your prospects can be influenced literally by what you charge. Now, obviously, I talk to everybody about value. What is the value that you deliver? And I go a step further with value. Like, if I do not provide value, I do not deserve to be paid, like, genuinely. And I was going to say, I can give you examples of businesses, but obviously, it's never happened that where someone's on the haven't got the value because that's my, my passion is to deliver the value. So there's, a, there's someone that I know. He's good at what he does. He's... Um, He's, he's like he's well liked. He's got a, he's got a he's got a, a decent little business, and I just happened to to see him the other day, and um, a lot of things. I'm gonna chat about loads of stuff, and he's like, oh, I'm doing dead well. I'm um, he, he's in. It's like a it's a form of coaching that he does. I'm doing this new six week program, so I was like, okay, what's the what's the program? And he told me what the sort of program was. I was like, great. And he went, oh, it's really good money as well. I was like, oh, I, oh, what what are you charge you for that? Is it a flat rate? And I thought he's not gonna tell me what the price is. And he went. He went, it's, 2000, it's about 2,000 quid for six weeks. And I was like, okay, and what? how, how long is that? And it's like half days. So I was like, right, okay. And then obviously I was doing the maths and thinking, wow, so you're doing like six half days, breaking it down to an hourly rate. It's not that much money. But then he was like, oh, it is in where he's based. It was roughly geographically 150 miles. Um there, 150 miles back, and he needed to get a hotel on top of it. But the first statement was, it's really good money. But then when I was thinking about it in my head, and I didn't want to obviously devalue thing that he's doing because what he's doing is good, but he's just priced it completely wrong because he's not making that much money on that. It's a, it's not a bad sum to get in one go, but then you've got to fulfil on it. You've got to do six weeks of training. You've got to do those six round trips. You've got to pay for the hotel you've got to be out of the area where all your other clients are so you can't be doing any other stuff that you're getting paid for and it's just i just think it's mad like different people have different perceptions of what of what pricing should be and what they can generate based on the result that they deliver but if you're just literally trying to sell something that everyone else is selling and then you see somebody else selling something for a special offer or they're all over the marketplace everywhere on you know Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and you see emails from them yourself or you might they might do advertising in different places and they're selling something for a certain price. You might be thinking, well, I can't charge more than that because everybody knows. The first thing is, everybody does not know. Some people think, you go on Facebook now, you scroll down on Facebook. Some people think everything that you see is like everything that everyone else sees. So the ads that are targeted to you will be seen by everyone else. It's not. What was last time? I think about it. What was last time that you saw something and you've seen it and it seems to come up all the time because Facebook must think it's something that's important to you that then you say to someone else, oh, have you seen that all over Facebook? And someone's gone, no, what is it? And then you think, are they daft? It's all over the place. But it's because they're not the demographic, of the, they're not the audience that the business that's trying to target those ads at. And 
this is looking from the different side. If you're coming from the business side and you're looking at it, it's like, how can I, like, how can I compete with that? Because you're seeing it, but not everyone else is seeing it. And it's, if it's not the same thing as you anyway, it makes no difference. Now, one sector of the loads in is recruitment. And the thing that everyone gets batted down with in recruitment is the fees. But the only reason they get batted down on the fees is if they're trying to sell recruitment. So guess what? If you don't sell recruitment, you can't get batted down on the fees because you're providing a different result than someone that's just trying to sell fees, uh, uh, trying to sell the recruitment services. Now, hopefully you're following what I mean here. Now, if you build, if you think about what your, your client's problem is in their business, because no one needs a recruiter, they can go out and employ staff themselves if they wanted to. Now, we all know if you've got anything about you, we'll understand that if you have someone that's an expert in what they do and it's not your area of specialism and you get them in, that is definitely the right decision for your business because it frees up your time to do the things that is money-making within your business and you probably get someone that does a better job, finds the better candidate and blah, 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 blah. That obviously makes complete sense. But the thing is, if you're, if you're trying to sell recruitment services and somebody thinks they can already do it themselves, you're already at a disadvantage because they're going to be thinking, well, how much, how much time would it take me? And they're thinking, how much would it cost me? And if your fees are too high, they're thinking, oh, do you know what? I could do that myself. But if the reason they're needing to recruit, it's not because they just want to use a recruiter, it's because they've got an issue in the business. So the scaling, they've got more customers they can handle with the existing um, infrastructure that they've got. They might be um, bringing on a new product, they might be acquiring another business, they might have a staff retention issue and they're trying to solve that. They might, there's loads of different reasons. There might be things that are, that are going on in their business, but they're going to market for recruitment. And if everyone's just talking to them about what their fee is, they're obviously going to get batted down on the fee. But if you can go into their world and solve the problem that they have got, you're competing on a completely different playing field. So if your fees are 20%, but you're you're literally solving the problem that they have got and someone else is charging them 10%, but just trying, trying to charge them recruitment fees, literally be confident enough in, the, in your offering to go, this is what we do, this is why it's this, you get this, 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 um, a value of this, but we can do it for this for you. And it's 20%. And if they do say, well, I found it, you know, there's someone doing it for 10%, you're like, oh, what they do this solution to problem they do this solution to problem this solution to problem no 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 but they'll recruit for us oh right but i thought you wanted the this 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 yeah we do all oh, right well it's 20 percent then which do you want but it's a different thing you don't need to commoditize the thing that you do and honestly so many businesses go wrong with it just quickly we're roughly halfway through the show hopefully you've taken some good stuff from the first half we've got some amazing stuff coming in the second half of the show if you are getting value from it i'd like to ask you a quick favor if I could be so bold. The best way that we can impact more businesses, help business owners to build businesses that are working for them rather than them feeling like they are working for a business is to share the content that we are uh, putting out there on this show. So I would love it if you could rate the podcast and also review it. It'll take you 10 seconds. And also if there's anybody else that you know that could benefit from the stuff we're going through on the show, please share it with them. So again, we can maximize that impact and it might just change the world of somebody else for the better. When you pitch something or you price something, the first thing that people have a perception of what they are getting for that price, won't they? Right now, I've been in businesses before. I've consulted in the businesses, and it's something that I'm not really involved in. It's not my role to be advising in certain areas. And I've had suppliers that have come in, they've had prices, they've had proposals, and all people do is look at the price. Right. So, firstly, if you're sending proposals in, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage straight away because you're literally just going, I, you know. The client wants any of us and it's whoever's the cheapest or can provide it the fastest often gets the work. Now, imagine, right, you were getting somebody to come to, I don't know, speak at an event. 
for you. And you got a proposal in from somebody and it was 50 quid. Okay, 50 quid to speak at the event and it's an all day event, but they're doing it for 50 quid. Now, the perception, and I've, I've seen this happen, is, wow, that is too cheap. How good can that be for 50 quid? So they dismiss it. Okay, now there could be another person, makes no difference, by the way, what the proposal is. Another person could be 50 grand for the day. But if the budget you were hoping to pay was, I don't know, five grand, the 50 grand, that's far too expensive. That's more than what I to pay. But in both of those examples, in no way are you even looking at what value you're getting out of the out of the person that's coming along or the thing that the proposal is being put together because all you're doing is being guided by the price. So if you've got three proposals in and one's the 50 quid one, one's 50 grand and one's about five grand and your budget was about five grand, honestly, as the buyer, they are, they are uh, motivated to go with the one because in their head, that's the amount they wanted to spend. That is probably the right solution for us. When it's not, a lot of the time it's not person that might be charging 50 quid might just be trying to get some positive testimonials to grow their business further down the line but if you're not going to take into account what it is that they're going to try to do for you what is the point in getting all these proposals in because what all you're going to do is end up with something that might not be the thing that you're trying to deliver and i've sat down with a few companies recently and you know i turn down a lot more companies to work with than i than i take on mainly because my goal is to deliver the, deliver the results that people want and if people have not got an idea what the result is that they're trying to get firstly I want to help them to understand what that result is. And then if it gets to the point where I think, you know what, I can help you to achieve that result. I would love to work with you because I love working on those projects where I can help you to achieve the result. But at the same time, if if I can't help you to achieve the result, I just wouldn't work with you anyway. And I'd say, look, there's somebody else here that I think is more online with where you are and what it is that you're trying to achieve because I would never put myself in the position to be working on something that isn't adding value. And genuinely, like you've heard me say this before, if I don't deliver value, I don't want to be paid. But where I am different, and I'm not saying I'm different from everybody, everybody out there, because there will be people that do similar stuff. But what is for sure, there's lots of people out there that are just trying to sell you a day rate. So, you know, if you've got, I don't know, a marketing consultant you want to come into your business, or I don't know, a HR consultant, or someone's talking about culture, or someone's coming to talk about mindset, or someone's doing an objection handling workshop, or whatever the thing is coming into, into your business, if they are literally just saying, well, my day rate is 795 or 2995 or 19995 whatever figure they come up with they're probably just trying to sell you the day rate because they're not talking about you about what the result are trying to deliver they've already got this thing in the head i just want paying for this so whether they deliver your result or not what they're thinking is i want to get that day rate which i don't do but to me it doesn't make any sense for me to do that because i might end up picking up work for stuff where i can't deliver the value because they're not sure on what they want to deliver and at the end of the workshop when someone says, oh, how was that person that came in? And you're like, I don't know. It was quite expensive because <laughs> you don't know what you got for it. So the main, the main purpose of this is thinking about when, you, when you're trying to get a result in your business, work out what it is like. Literally, wave a bandit wand in, in a week, in 30 days, in six months, whenever the result is that you're trying to achieve by, what would success look like? And then just reverse engineer it and go, what would need to happen in that time to achieve that result? And then if you can get the people that your, your outsourcing services to, to talk to you in their terms about what they can do to help you to achieve the result. Firstly, you're going to pick up loads of great ideas because different people have different ideas. You'll find who the time wasters are that are literally just trying to tell you the course that they wrote 10 years ago and they deliver to the same, same, deliver to the same content right now, even though the world has completely changed, which won't add any value. It'll actually cost you money and it will actually put your sales team off doing sales or it'll start them doing things that won't be working. Um, but what you might do is just find the person 
that is the one that is out there learning, picking up, doing all the different bits and pieces all the time, day to day right now, that will help you to achieve the goal much, much faster. And he's actually on the same page as you that they want to um, achieve it. The final bit I just wanted to go through was the people that you've got that are perceived to be experts, and I've, I've done shows before about experts, what it takes to be an expert, but in certain sectors, there were certain people, and I, you know, I'm not saying any names, but I hear names sort of banded about certain people that I know that are in my sort of local community that do certain things, and I know that they still deliver the same stuff that delivered 20 years ago. And what I would do if I was outsourcing stuff in my business and I was bringing people in that I needed, I wanted to influence my team. Now, what, what I would like everyone to be aware of is that you want people to influence your team, but if it's good, if it's positive influence, that's fantastic. If it's not positive influence, then it's, it could be really, really, it could really affect your culture in the business. So what I would be doing is asking people that are coming in or you are um, hoping to outsource services to, say, ask them questions like, what was the last thing that you learned that makes you amazing at what you do now? And just look, just see what, what answers, literally just questions like that. What was the last book that you read? When was the last conference you went to? What was the what was the highlight? What was your biggest takeaway from that thing that you, you did? And honestly, if someone says, well, do you know what? I am, my stuff is evergreen and I've been doing it for 20 years and I always get really good feedback. Did they? You know, can you speak to some of the people and see what feedback they got and see what the results were that they delivered? Because if it was just, yeah, they came and delivered an engaging talk. We didn't increase our sales, but the talk was good. It was quite funny. Well, you might want a comedian to come in, but it might not help you to achieve the goal that you're trying to achieve. So um, think about the people that you're bringing in. It's the old, you know, who would you go to for advice? Can they add something that you can't already deliver in-house? Because there might be certain things that you've got the expertise in-house to deliver. And obviously, there'll be other things that you haven't got the expertise and a voice from the outside in might come in to help and might add some value to it. But don't just focus on the price, whether you're selling something or you are one of those consultants. Don't focus on the price, focus on the, the value that you can deliver and try to get your customers to understand that you're on the same page as them. Honestly, it will help you more conversions, it helps you have a greater impact and it will mean that the people that are, you are engaging with will have a more positive experience and will tell more people about it. When you're pitching what you're doing and you're putting the prices together, if you are just trying to sell a day rate, you know, obviously keep doing what you're doing because you're not trying to do the same thing that I'm trying to do. But if you're buying somebody in and you're thinking, I want them to come in, don't just look at what the day rate is. Because you look at what the day rate is, the danger is you're going to get someone that is just close enough to the budget that you were thinking of in your mind, but it might not get you anywhere closer to the uh, result that you're trying to deliver. But it could be cheaper to get the result, or it could be a lot more expensive. But if you know the result is an extra, I don't know, 2 million quid in sales in the next 12 months, and it costs you, I don't know, a thousand pound extra, what an amazing investment of a thousand pound to get the extra two million quid worth of sales. So hopefully that helps. I've had loads of good conversations about this stuff. And obviously, you know me, I love talking about this type of stuff. So um, there's lots of stuff in that. If you want any more advice in it, obviously feel free to, to reach out to me. And again, we've got lots of stuff coming up in the, in, in we've got shows. We've had lots of people reaching out, asking for advice on uh, in specific areas and stuff. And we've done some in-person stuff um, within businesses based on that as well but there's lots of good content coming up and there's quite a lot of features that I've been doing on other podcasts so we're going to break those down into episodes um, on here as well but that's quite enough for today hopefully you picked up some value from that as always please share uh, the podcast please rate review uh, the podcast and if you think anything within this show could benefit anybody that you know please share it with them my mission with the podcast is to impact as many businesses as I possibly can. So anybody that you think could benefit from it, please share it with them so that we can help them to build businesses that work for them rather than them feeling like they are just working for a business. And remember, 
it's not what you sell, it's how you sell it.